Welcome back, listeners. On this episode, I spoke to visual effects supervisor Tom Turnbull about his work on Wednesday. He is Emmy-nominated this year for the episode A Murder of Woes in the Outstanding Special Visual Effects in a Single Episode category. How were you initially approached for for the project? And I mean, what what is your familiarity with, I mean, just the Adams family um, in, in your past? Yeah, well, I was approached uh, by uh, the producers, uh, Miles and Al, uh, who I'd worked with before. And uh, they kind of pitched this idea to me about, uh, you know, Adams family spinoff focusing on Wednesday. And, you know, it was like, it was interesting. Um, I wasn't sure where it was going at that point. Um, uh, and then they kind of, you know, dangled Tim Burton in front of me and kind of, yeah, okay. So I actually kind of agreed to do it before I read the script. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, the scripts were quite delightful. So I was happy about that. You know, you know a lot of that dialogue that's in the show it really carries through all of the original scripts. Um, but yeah, prior to that, I had no real knowledge of, um, I mean, the Adams family I knew from uh, the series in the, in the 60s, which I didn't really watch much of. And I was familiar with the movies from the 90s. Um, but it wasn't something that I was deeply vested in. Apparently I am now. So <laughs> I now know all the lore, or I think I do. <laughs> and so obviously, I mean, upon reading the scripts, you found them extremely delightful. But I mean, what were some of those initial first um, challenges? I guess you, um, I guess you saw while reading them. Well, it was pretty obvious reading them. I, I mean, first of all, I, I, I've worked with Miles and Al before, and I know the way they write. Their their scripts are dense. There's a lot in there. You know, you're you're like on page five, and like by the time you get there. This is where most scripts wrapping up. They're just, they're just they're just warming up. <laughs> uh, the the biggest challenge uh, you could see in the script is there's there's a lot of stuff to do here, and you know when and 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 it's not like all the same thing. There's there's a lot of different things we had to do. Like there's character work. There was obviously thing. There was set extensions and and uh, you know supernatural effects. So it was it was a high density of stuff, and I, I knew the budget was going to be tight. I mean, when we started the show, I mean, I mean, Netflix was definitely behind it. Nobody knew it was going to be a hit. It was not budgeted like to be a hit. It was it was a a, a very lean lean production, and uh, so to try to try and deliver all of that for the numbers that were being put in front of me, that was the big challenge. Um, as it turned out. Uh, there was a lot of collaboration and cooperation on the show that allowed us to, to do that much, mostly because Tim was very focused about what he wanted to do. He would, he would very much choose like, this is important to me and this is not. So we'll just, we won't spend money on that. We'll just like, that can be just a small thing. 
this is important and that's what we're going to spend our money. So we were very focused about how we put our resources into the show. And that allowed us to kind of get through that volume of stuff and uh, also, you know, make sure that things that did matter were done well, as well as we could possibly do them. So that, that was fortunate. It was a very, very collaborative project I found um, on the ground, more so than, than, than most. Every department was pitching in, um, you know, uh, the, the producers and the writers were online. They would, they would, you know, we would, they would make changes to make things possible, and it's, it's really all of that 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 made it happen. Mm. And I mean, what were some of those things that Tim was like? These are these are like the top three priorities, or I mean, what were some of those like non-negotiables in terms of like this is what we need to focus on? Well, probably the first non-negotiable. Uh, was thing had to be done by an actor. Performance had to be driven by an actor, which I was kind of already online with that. Uh, I mean, historically, that's how things have been done. And uh, so, you know, there's there's a lot of precedent there. But also, I just think it's the best way to get the character there. That's It's being done by, by an actor um, and not sort of made up by an animator in, in post. So that that process of putting an actor in. So that was one of the non-negotiables. Another one was um, the hide creature. Um, that was a very important thing for Tim. And and I think it's really because Tim sees the hide as a blank slate. It's a creature he's never, no one's ever really seen before. It was made up for the show. Um, we kind of all know what a werewolf looks like and we might know what a gorgon looks like. So there's, all, there's already a lot there. So those were less important to him. Um, but the hide, super important. That was that was a big big focus, and then I think the other thing that was non-negotiable is that Nevermore itself. Uh, he was very vested in the in the uh, design and concept behind that, and getting that tuned tuned for the show. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to do a set extension; it's another one to actually kind of craft it into the world of the Adams family. Mm. So those were, those were the big ones, I think. And so, talk to me. If we can just dive into one of them, I mean, uh, thing being, I mean, probably the most prevalent. I mean, can you just talk to me about the different collaborations with the different departments that had to fully get on board and sort of create this sort of, um, I mean, just seamless. Um, yeah. The audience sees as a seamless sort of um, uh, fixture in the show. Well, interestingly, when thing came. Uh, came up as the as the, our approach to it. I don't think any department fully appreciated um, what it would mean. <laughs> um, it was it was very much a case of uh, there's sort of assumptions in those things that it's just, that CG and visual effects will handle it, and that they really don't have to worry about it, and they really didn't you know budget resources or or anything towards doing that. But it kind of affected every department. Pretty much, um, you know. So, you know, the um, the fact that we're doing it on set means obviously production has to get involved in organ organizing it. The art department has to build their set so thing can do as performance uh, and be there. Um, you know, which often meant you're taking their antique table and making cutting a hole in it. <laughs> so that that kind of thing. Uh, the grips had to be prepared to figure out ways to put. Uh, Victor onto various rigs uh, in order to to do the performances he need, needed to. The train station is a good example of that, where 
you know, we brought the grips in early to figure out how we were going to do this and mount Victor on a dolly so they could move along with him and with the camera kind of just by his side. So it kind of all departments got involved in that wardrobe got involved because we had to create the blue suit and the sleeve and uh, you know special effects. There were always there was always doing something for us. It was a, it was a constant sort of I'm going around to all the departments, knocking on their doors and and asking them for things that they never planned for. And um, honestly, they, they, the cooperation was huge. Uh, it was it was it was quite well received and and that was the. Like I mentioned earlier, that is the thing about the show. Everyone was working towards a common goal, uh, and that's 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 where that really led to. I mean, even light, lighting had to always light their scenes in such a way that Victor, who was performing the part, you know, was not casting a shadow into the scene in a way that we couldn't take it out. Uh, it was very collaborative on that level. Mm. So, the thing is, a creation by the whole show, really. <laughs> Everyone played a part. Yeah. But I imagine, I mean, just with, I mean, everything else that you sort of said, I mean, it seems as though all of these different elements that, I mean, are sort of put at priority became sort of this conglomerate in terms of getting it done and um, getting it created in the, in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, is that a question? No, sorry. It's more just a <laughs> statement. Um, but I mean, what was it like really working with Tim, I, is this your first time with working with Tim? Yeah, uh, yes, absolutely, my first time. And um, I, you know, it, it's it's interesting working with somebody with like Tim because Tim has been doing what he does in his own particular way for a long time, and he has a very defined aesthetic and a kind of way he approaches things. Uh, I mean, I've been doing visual effects for thirty-five years, and Tim has more experience than I do. Uh, and, you know, not, not the nuts and bolts of actually doing the, the visual effects work, but conceptually how it gets put together and designed and, and is realized. So there was that aspect. The other part about, about working with Tim is he's incredibly visual in this approach to things. Um, uh, to the point where sometimes the notes I would get from him would, would literally be a, a drawing in the margin of the script or whatever. Uh, and and that's that's how he best could communicate what it is that he wanted. And whenever he he did that, the notes were very clear. We knew we knew exactly what to do. Um, that was that was the that was the best kind of note to get from Tim. Mm. Sort of the the bigger description of stuff was always a little little harder to interpret. Yeah, and um, I mean, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, go on. Oh, I was just going to ask. I mean. So going along through this process, I mean, what were some of the other just challenges that were sort of unexpected? Unexpected challenges. Well, um, you know, un unexpected is a is a is a, a, a tricky word. I've been I've been doing this a long time. I kind of expected most of the challenges. <laughs> um, uh, communicating that and getting everybody to sort of sign on to what it is we needed to do was a, a bigger challenge. Um, I mean, a good case is the uh, the Poe Cup. I mean, on the page, it reads pretty simply. Um, but I mean, I've done boat to boat stuff and I've done underwater stuff before. And I knew that the complexity was gonna be very high. Um, and then we just kind of had to go to every department and you know explain what we needed out of it to get it to work. and. Uh, 
and, and and most of the time we, we got what we needed that way sometimes we kind of had to go back and like you know this is how we have to do it now it didn't work the first time let's now do it this way and we'll get it so doing all the work with the um the siren characters kent underwater um we ended up shooting that uh in a pool um with the actor in a in a uh, what we call a pencil skirt to sort of keep his legs together as though he was a um, a merman effectively he had a big model tail fin so he could swim around uh, all of that was filmed uh, underwater for two days with the actor which at the beginning of the show when i kind of pitched that's what we had to do it was pretty much a case of we're never doing that we're making a tv show <laughs> but in the end that's where we ended up and that's what we that, that's where we got to and it was just a bit of a process getting there mm. Um, that was often the case on on this show is just like bringing bringing people along to get us to where we needed to end up. Hmm. And then, I mean, just in our last few minutes, I mean, like you said, working in this business for over thirty five years, I mean, a feat in and of itself. But I mean, what is something that you ultimately take away from from working on this project, and that's just been different than most projects? Um, that you have been a part of in in your um, extensive and decades long career. Yeah, well, I think one of the big takeaways from the career as a whole is you never know what, on a show going in uh, what it's really going to be, um, both in the end product, but also in the process. Um, I mean, I had come off another show where I was not having a lot of fun, and I, I felt like it was you know, that this job had become a job, which is when I took Wednesday, uh, you know, I was, I was, was looking for something new and it was, it was fresh. It was, it was fun. Um, it was kind of like, it brought me back to why I got in the business in the first place. Uh, and, um, you know, we were filming out there in Romania and in an old Soviet studio that had been so they were starting to fix it up. It was actually in pretty bad disrepair when we got there, but we were, we were we pretty much had the run of the place. We could make holes in walls and build what we wanted to build. And so it became it became a very creative process and and you know, no no idea was bad. You could find ways to do things. It was very refreshing for me on this show to, to, to be back in back in that world. Yeah. Um, because honestly, it can be uh, visual effects work can be a grind, and I mean, I think you see that in the press a little bit now. Some of the, uh, you know, companies that are working working their people to the bone, and this this wasn't that. This was this was why I got into filmmaking. Thank you for tuning into this episode. This podcast was hosted and produced by yours truly, Jackson Vickery. But a very special thank you to Sterling Gavinsky for the theme music and to Carly Haney for the artwork. We will see you next time.